Hey, this is Skin Diamond, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, and the man sitting next to me is completely nude from the waist down and is currently beating off his boner while he leans over and beats off a lesser boner. (laughs) That's Jeff Clark. Beating two my boners. (laughs) What a Monday. And beaming to us from one of Saturn's rings, the bearded galactic cowboy known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. Yes, brat, brat, indeed. <laughs> another week, another brat, brat. Oh man, I just refreshed TMZ. Oh, rest in peace, Nikki Lauda. Nikki Lauda. Wait, is that from uh, Inglorious Bastards? Formula One driver from Rush. That movie, Rush. But but he's the war the German the Nazi war hero in Inglorious Bastards too right no no he's a racer ah uh, Lauda like the actual Nicky Lauda yeah like oh the real life guy oh that sucks pour some liquor out oh <laughs> yeah ooh it looks like he's been dead for ten years in this photo well he is old yeah well some people wear it better right. Fucking 70. You know Donald Trump's 73? This guy looks like 40 years older than Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How often are you on TMZ a day? I feel like a big part of your job is all over TMZ. Uh, I'm kind of all over all the news sites all day. (laughs) You're you're Mr. Internet? Kind of, yeah. Just because... That's how you become a big dick on the Jason Ellis show. No, it's just part of being in radio and being a producer. I would call you, you Jason to, Ellis's master of whispers. You have to, <laughs> you have to stay up to speed on all of the goings on. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't go as far as like following, you know, who's mad at little Plamp or whatever. <laughs> yeah, little little Plamp has been taking heat on the interwebs. But if if Nicky Lauda dies, I have to know about Nicky Lauda. Because I like to say Niggy Lauda. <laughs> That's actually an underrated movie. When I know we talked about that and said that on previous <laughs> podcasts. We both arrived at the same conclusion about Rush. Oh, yeah. I Kicks absolutely ass. love that movie. And it's not, so good. And I don't give a flying fuck about Formula One racing. Right. At all. And I'm not a huge... I'm trying to think of like other epic racing movies that stand out. Um, I actually like Days of Fast Thunder. Fast and the Furious. Mm, I would take Rush over Fast and Furious, and I should have known that. Should have saw that first. Or uh, no, that Days first. of Thunder is a very good one. I very much enjoy that movie. I've good still call. never seen that. I, Cold Trickle is so awesome. Tom Cruise is a fucking uh, NASCAR driver. I like it, but I think some people really don't like it. Should Why is you that? know anything about that? About what? People not liking people Tom- not liking Days of Thunder. No. It has an average rating of 6.0 out of 10 on IMDb. What is that good by no. IMDb standards? That's, no. That's 6 out of 10. Yeah, it's I middle know. Middle of the road. All right. All right. Okay. Well, 
Three out of ten in baseball get you in the Hall of Fame. I don't know what the IMDb numbers were like. That's all I'm getting. Wow, there are some heavy hitters in this though. Like I knew Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, uh, but I didn't know like Robert Michael Duvall, Rooker, Randy Quaid, Robert Duvall, the guy with uh, Gary Elwes. The guy, yeah, the guy who's Jeff's favorite person's name to pronounce. I was about to say it, Carrie Ewells, but you both fucking got there first. Great American. He's American, right? Yeah, I think he's. Nope. I think he's. Sultan was Midwesterner. No, he is British. Oh, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm deducting points from Carrie Ewells. John C. Riley. Um, dude, that movie was actually pretty good. Actually, really good. I'll stand for that movie. I'll stand beside. Cole that Trickle enters the high pressure world of NASCAR racing. He's a hot driver with a hot temper. And this attitude gets him into trouble, not only with the other drivers, but members of his own team as well. Sweet storyline synopsis. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's anything that we could IMDB boner in there, or IMD boner there. Yes, I there doubt. is. There titties in it? Is there? Am I fucked up Well, here? I'm not going to look at that panel just in case Shuddy Boy wants to put that in a further installment, or a future installment. I, I know for a fact that there should be at least one scene in there. MDB. Oh, yeah. You do parent. get to see a scene where Tom Cruise parts his pee hole. <laughs> now you're cheating. Now you're cheating. Quit <laughs> it. Don't get a jump. We should, we should be touring that, that, that bit. Isn't it? Aren't you trying to get it to, the, to certain podcasters? I'm going to be having a discussion with a certain podcaster tomorrow to see if he enjoys it. If he wants to bite our shit. <laughs> Come get a piece of our shit. We just want we want royalties, residuals. Is that how it works for podcasting? Does anyone get royalties? No, Jeff. All right. Well, we called dibs on IMD Boner and Baking with Jeffy Cakes. So, if you guys steal that shit, we want to cut. Me and you and I saw a movie this weekend, and Shuddy <laughs> saw the same movie, but you and I went to the ArcLight together to see it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about John Wick, or are we going to save that a little bit? Yeah, we can save it. Okay. Yeah. What else do you have to talk about at the moment? Stay tuned. We'll talk about John Wick. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler fill review, by the way. I'm going to get... I'm, I have to bring up the ending because I want to get your guys' feelings on it. So I'm giving you guys a warning now. I'm going to be talking about the ending of John Wick 3 when we get there. Um, wow. I have nothing else prepped for this. Yeah, we were kind of riffing until you tried to jump ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't... Yeah. For Christ's sake, Jeff. I don't have a fucking... Fucking take a breath. I, I don't have a fucking syllabus in front of me. I don't know. Sometimes you look like you don't have it all under control. And you do. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's just my face. <laughs> right. You know what I've been... I've, I've Your actually face been, looks unconfident. I I've, what I've been trying to do lately is smile more. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. I don't suggest that. It hurts. Who told you that was a good it's idea? It's painful. Uh, my inner monologue. Hmm. Well, that thing is <laughs> stupid. I feel like anytime I go out in public and have to deal with people, I feel like people don't like me. What would give you that impression, though? Um, I feel like I'm good at reading body language. And I feel like I even get it in my own office. Like, there are certain people where if I'm walking through the hallway and, like, a few paces ahead is one of my fellow employees and they crisscross with another person, they'll look at each other and, and like, smile and be like, hey, how's it going? Ah, how was your weekend? And then they pass. And then that person, still smiling, 
sees me a few paces behind and their expression drastically changes. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, ah. And then they like look at the floor and they get a little scowly. And then I walk by and I try to be upbeat and sugar. I'm like, hey, how are you? And they're like, hey, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is some And I sort get of... that in public. Like, not just, it's not like, oh, that, maybe I'm just a cocksucker at work. Like, I go and eat a lot of meals by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if maybe it's because being a lone diner makes you weird. Or if I just have a cunty face. But like, That's what I feel like people are always no, just, but... I just get the impression people don't like me. And I think I might have a cunt face or resting bitch face. So I try to just, hey, hey, I'm just a friendly guy. Well, I think there's some um, logic into what you're saying. I've heard like... Of, but do you look like a friendly guy or do you now look like a lunatic? I probably look like a lunatic, but with practice I'll get better. Yeah, no, his, his demonstration smile to me, he looked like a fucking creeper. Definitely, definitely looked like he wanted to touch kids. But you keep working on it, and I think it'll be an excellent smile soon. Yeah, maybe one day I'll just work myself up to date rapist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, Good some man. of the fucking looks I get from people, like in my office, like when, when that, that whole thing happens where someone in front of me gets like a, hey, how are you? And then they instantly see me, and their demeanor just plummets. It's like, oh, hi, good to see you, Joe. Oh, God, there's noted rapist Kevin Kraft. <laughs> oh, wow, he's, he's on a list that I'm not a fan of. Um, and I try like sometimes I'll get stuck in the elevator with the people that I'm like oh I know they don't like me and I try to be very upbeat and talkative and ask them about their day how was your weekend and I just get like this short dismissive mumbly answers it's like oh wow so um, I just have a fuck face try negging them go the other way excuse me I'm trying to read my text message can you please shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am the Stevens Glansberg of life. Uh, I went to um uh so there's this restaurant. You know do you know Formosa Cafe? No. It's on Santa Monica Boulevard. It's kind of like one of those old school Hollywood establishments. It's got a real recognizable storefront. Um Asian Fusion. Love that. I don't think that's it. Uh, Okay. It's like an old Hollywood spot. And it, it closed down a couple of years ago, but then I think it got granted historical yeah, status. It's built in 1939. And um, they're, they're remodeling it, and they're building it up. So across the street, like catty corner from it, is like Jones Cafe. And it looks like the font kind of looks like the Jones Soda. Uh, Jones Soda? I had a date at Jones Cafe when I first moved here. Wow. Oh, so you went in there? I've been to Jones Cafe, yeah. I, I've I've walked by it a million times, but the the shades are always drawn, mm-hmm. the doors always close, and the shades are drawn on that, so I can never tell. It, like it always looks closed, mm-hmm. or like it just went out of business. Yeah. So I've never bothered going in. It's pretty and, live. And one day I was just like, I was like, you know, I, I finished up work. I was super hungry. I knew I didn't feel like cooking or anything. So I was like, you know what? Today's the day. I'm gonna go check out Jones Cafe and see what's up. It doesn't it kind of give you the feeling of like. A date spot that that um, Henry Hill took took Karen, like it, it's kind of like almost like a I don't know like I know they're kind of going for like an older Italian feel, right? Isn't it Italian cuisine on the menu if I remember correctly? Yeah. So, if so that's Formosa, okay. Um, but it kind of has that feel, almost like a, like there's Italian mobsters hanging out in there. 
That's that's I, again. I, I went mean, there once, once seven years ago, so that's kind of what I'm going off of. Like I, I, you know, I've been living out here for over eight years now, and that was the first time ever of passing that thing almost on a daily basis. That I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna, despite the fact that it looks like it's closed, I'm gonna pop in and see what's up. So I go in there, and there's only like a few people in there, and I was like, yeah, it's just one. They're like, oh, do you have a reservation? I'm like, no, and they're like, oh, well, we're completely booked up, and I was like, hmm pretty empty in here but okay <laughs> she's like well if you want i could pull up a seat and you can sit at the bar and there were like there were people sitting at the bar and i guess they all knew each other so i was like sure why not i'm here i'm pulling the trigger i'm gonna eat your food all right so they Steven put Glansburg. they they pull up a seat and now i'm sitting on like the hallway side of the bar so i'm kind of like my ass is kind of like hanging out in the in the walkway and the second I sat down, like all the people at the bar looked at me like, oh, God, he, there's fucking child molester Kevin. <laughs> oh, I'm man. Like, oh, it's fucking shit. Steven Glansberg. And then the bartender comes over with the menu and she's looking at me like, ew. <laughs> what do you want to drink? Make it fast. Look, Woody Allen just got here. <laughs> oh, God. This is totally. I, like, Fuck, in your I didn't own even head. do anything. Um, you had food there. You didn't just order cocktails? No, I had food. I was hungry. How was the food? Because when I went, I only had cocktails. Yeah. Not very good. Yeah, whatever. Especially for how expensive it was. I was... I, Yeah, I remember it being expensive. That's for when sure. When I sat down and looked at the menu, I was like, oh, you guys get down like this. Oh, shit. Yeah. And yeah, for how much I was paying, I was I was not happy. But that I sucks. I just, I just feel like... Uh, all I can chalk it up to, because it's all, people that have never talked to me, people that have never met me. And I get the cold reception from a large percentage of them, so it's got to be my face. So I figure if I if I appear as like a a more happy person and I try and alter my resting bitch face, perhaps that will change things for me. But I've heard um, like self help gurus or mm, I don't know people like image consultants, PR people that that like if you walk around with a smile. Like usually, better things happen for that pe- person, or people are more willing to talk to that person for sure. And you just, just smile, and people like people who smile. You know, they're usually, you know, if if, if that guy's happy, he's got some reason to be happy. Let's be around that guy. Yeah, so there's some that's, logic that's, in it. Yeah, that's I think what I'm going Kevin for. should hire an image consultant. I'm flattered. You think I could afford an <laughs> image consultant or an anything consultant? I think he should just connect with you for an hour over the phone, and you do, like, shutty eye for the queer guy. All right, so here's what you got to (laughs) do. For the Kev guy. Chub up your penis a little bit. You want to walk around with your half boner. (laughs) If you have a big penis, people, there's no way he could be bad. (laughs) There's... (laughs) I got two keys to success. One... Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> Two. Full bush. Have you tried, you know, treat it like aftershave. Just get a little Code Red in the palm of your hands, rub it up a little bit, and smack your neck. <laughs> Listen. Anyone who knows anything about pussy, I, I'm fucking up my shoddy impression. I can't even do it anymore. <laughs> Oh, but I love where you were taking it. <laughs> if anybody knows pussy, that's me. If anyone knows pussy, <laughs> they'll tell you. <laughs> a little code red behind the ears makes the ladies' J's wet. 
You know what else you can do is snore really loud everywhere you go. <laughs> Make them know that you're the you're the biggest bear hibernating. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try this, and I'll I'll try and provide an update and see if um, people stop looking at me as a serial rapist. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's gonna go well for you. <laughs> I think. I get the impression I always look yeah, like what, I'm about to ask if I could speak with the manager. Like what? Like where, if they're looking at you, if you don't want to be looked at like a serial rapist anymore, what what are the results you're hoping for? How far away from that are you trying to go? All I want to reach. I just want iron lung made. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. But... All I want is a look of, oh, greetings, fellow human. Not like, ugh. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, I, and I know, I know I probably come across as paranoid, and sometimes I project, and sometimes I miss the mark, but I swear to fuck, I'm decent at body language. I know if like, I'm talking to a girl and if she's into me. I know if I'm talking to somebody and they're friendly and it seems like we're hitting it off. I also know <clears throat> when someone looks fucking disgusted by my presence. Yeah, I get you. Right? I, uh, I get you. I think there could be a little bit of neurosis and you exaggerate. And, and For sure. And I, I, I'll concede to that. I, I'm, and again, I think you mentioned this already, obviously, but these are people like the people that, you're ta- that you saw interact and they were like positive and seemed to be excited inter- uh, passing each other by. You think they're strangers? Right? Well, at, at my office? Yeah. I mean, not. it's not a very heavy, heavily populated saying, Maybe office. they know them. Maybe so, that person that they're saying, hey, what's up, dude? Like, they know and they don't know you. But they know, know me, you. too. Yeah. I, I mean, mean not apparently know you me should... like they know my middle name and know I live in Studio gotcha. City. And like, but You have the same familiarity, you, you would think. Yeah. I gotcha. Uh... Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just your stupid fucking face, or maybe you stink. Oh man, I no, am, I am always paranoid that I stink. No, you're good. You don't stink. I would, I'd be a good friend and tell you you stunk. I appreciate that. Yeah, you need a good friend for that kind of shit. Be like, hey man, let me shoot you straight. Your bo is not going to get you any <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh... You know, what? I love that about you, Jeff Clark. Yeah, so that's not your issue. I feel like Shuddy Boy, you would tell me if I stunk too, right? Yes, I would. I mean, you were sure as fuck like to point out all my gray hairs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, that's not going to get you pussy. Just You just cover those gray hairs with a little bit of Mountain Dew Code Red. And get right past <laughs> I now will no longer make fun of you. I'm at a stage where uh, your gray hairs are no longer funny to me. <laughs> oh, that means you're going gray. Oh, my God. They are very noticeable in my beard. I was going to say, do you cut the beard if it starts to go gray, or do you think that's a good look? Because I kind of think it's not, it's not a bad look. I don't know how it is on you. but I think it's a better look than me without a beard. Oh, let me tell you, and I've been saving this, but the next bet you lose will probably be on the beard. I want to see a beardless shuddy. I don't, I don't think I've ever known a beardless shuddy. I've seen it through pictures. And if I could grow a beard, that would be my pet punishment. <laughs> Oscars 2020, I'm coming for you. I have to grow a, a Tormund beard. 
I, you're not a beard guy. I'm I, someone who would no, but if if I, I could grow it. a beard, I would I would definitely go through like a year long phase of having a beard. Yeah, I would try it just out of curiosity. I want to know what I look like with a beard. Yeah. But nature's like fuck you. You don't get a beard. Maybe that's actually what you're missing. Maybe the s- smile and walk around with your chest uh, uh, chest out and your head up and looking like you're positive. I just and, need a beard. Yeah, you need a beard. Because I've already like I still. I like, think that. I think it should be your Oscar punishment this year to not be able to shave for a while and see how ridiculous you look with a beard. Is there? Wait, hold on. Let me talk about something. Is there any chance he could do like a Hulk Hogan NWO beard? <laughs> Are you like, is that Hollywood Hogan? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know that because Jason was studying him to base his Hollywood Bogan oh, off of. Oh, that's right. We can't steal it then. It's too recent. But like, And it's not like no facial hair comes out of me. Like... I grow facial hair. It just there's not a lot of it, and it doesn't grow long. It's just the bitch boy facial. So hair. I still have to shave and shit, and I have like my my the hair on my neck and stuff is like way more salt and pepper than my hair even is. Ooh. Like my hair is coming like the gray is hitting hard on like the sides. Like I'm start like I look like that fucking queef little finger. <laughs> But like I feel like every time I go in for a haircut, it's it just becomes more and more glaringly obvious of how gray I'm going. Well, are you going to do any Rogaine or anything like that? Any Rogaine for baldness? Okay. <laughs> uh, any dye? <laughs> Probably not. Just for men? I don't know what what is it? I don't know what. Just the, for men. I don't know. The, that's is that the it? Hair dye. That, okay. Right. Yeah, Rogaine is for bald is to regrow. Uh, if you start dying and shit, then you have to like you have to do regular upkeep because then your roots come in and then you look like a chucklehead with with fucking roots, gray roots showing, and that's expensive. I mean, this is a damned if you do, damned if you don't type scenario here. I know you're either gonna complain about your gray hairs or you're gonna have to, I don't know, dye them. Work. I always talk to big game like when when nature turns me gray, I'm just fucking leaning into it. I'm going with it. But now that I'm actually seeing it happen, I'm like, uh. I was just kidding. Don't want. Would you do Rogaine? Like, if I would went you, bald? Would you, would you feel better about having gray hairs or going bald? Because I feel like. My oh, hair, I would rather go gray. I think I'm going bald. Actually, I'm not really going bald, but I think my hair is going to thin out. and I'm your hairline, have... Is your hairline receding? I don't know. It's not really that I don't bad, think is so. it? I, I just feel Are like. Are the men in your family bald? Mm, their hair thins out because I don't have any bald dudes in my family. Now, yeah, my hair thins out, but it doesn't. Yeah, like when they get older, then there's not so much up there. So I'm thinking like my hair becomes like noticeably shitty and thin before it becomes like shitty and gray. If that makes any sense. <laughs> and I would prefer having gray hair, thick gray hair, than having like weaker, thin hair. Have you ever shaved your head before? Yeah. Yeah, like when I was like, I don't know, middle school or whatever, like 13, 14. My it was more cuz of my parents. They like they didn't want to deal with like summer haircuts. Like fuck it, we're just going to shave your head. Oh damn. It's like all right. It was more of a buzz cut than it was like with a bick. But my father um I don't know, like when my father started to see his, you know, hairline or hair situation get a little weak, he kind of did what you're saying, more leaned into it and just like went full bald. Now he just He's been bald for really like 20 years now. That's just his look. 
I there was a point in time where when I was a kid, it was actually when Onyx came out. Remember Onyx? The rap group. Yeah. Sticky Fingers. Yeah. Of course I remember. Now now I'm listening. When when Onyx kind of first hit the scene and they were all bald and they had songs about having bald heads and stuff. Yeah. Like I was like, Oh, I wanna have a bald head. I wanna shave my head and be like Onyx. But it's it's completely different from when a bald guy shaves his head from when a white guy does it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't even remember what year that was, but I remember I made the decision at school, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the fucking barber shop today, and I'm going to shave my fucking head, and I'm going to be cool like Onyx. And I went home and told my mom, like, hey, could we go shave my head? She was like, fuck no. You are not shaving How your head. How old were you? That'd be, <sighs> Let me, I got to look up when Back the Fuck Up came I'll out. I'll look it up. I want to say it was like 91. Uh, back the fuck up. Oh, it was released in 93? Oh, really? Oh wow! So it was okay, but it was before July. So I was ten. Okay. So I guess my mom was like, "No, you're not going to be a bicked, fucking bald ten-year-old." Which, in retrospect, probably the be- probably the good call. Should have had her listen to the Onyx album and then answer <laughs> and then respond. No, but mom, this is why I want to shave my head. Back to fuck up. My <laughs> may I might I recommend the track Black Vagina Finder? Yeah, my idol. Fredro Firestar, he goes bald, and I want to be like him. <laughs> I want to be like Sticky Fingers. <laughs> I'm going to beat your ass worse than that white boy on MTV. Wait, was that song called Black Vagina Finder? I know there was something like that on that album. Uh, um, Throw Your Guns, Here and Now, Bust That Ass, Attack of the Bald, of the bald Heads. That's you, Bald Heads. Uh, there it is! Black Vagina Finder. Black yep. Vagina Finder! The ba- <laughs> The bounce yes. N word, N word bridges. Onyx is here. Slam, of course. Stick and move. Bitch ass bootleggers. <laughs> <laughs> Shifley, fat and all that. The next N words. And get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Man, Onyx was really good at coming up with song titles. This is a, a very legendary album. Critically acclaimed by pretty much everyone. <laughs> Wait. Oh, man. Rolling Stone gave it five stars, but the source gave it three and a half. Wow. How the fuck did that happen? Damn. What are they? Wow. According to their Wikipedia page, Onyx is still active. Years active, 1988 to present. Let's see when their last album came out, their discography. Uh, would you go see Onyx in concert? I say we should go. I think we should go. From South Jamaica, Queens. Let's go, baby. Uh, Sticky Fingers is 45 now. Hmm. Um, they have... What the fuck? Oh, albums. Black Rock, 2018. What? Came out with an album last year. Last February. How did that pass... pass? I feel like my brother mentioned this, actually. Maybe it was pretty good. That Onyx had a new album? Yeah. I think Cheech, Cheech is an Onyx fan. I don't know. I can't confirm that. So, I mean, I could text him, but I don't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, he's busy making his Christmas goulash. You leave him alone. Yeah, he's he's perfecting his recipe for Christmas. <laughs> uh, hey, Shuddy, did you have a thing you wanted to debut? Sure. What? Yeah, Shuddy's got a thing. Love it. Love Shuddy's things. <laughs> uh, I did not have time to produce an intro for this one today. Boo. Uh, 
Don't boo. You told me it was okay. Yeah, well, that was just so I could boo you now. <laughs> Sucker. You fell for it. <laughs> All right, well, in the uh, meet, so we'll, just... we'll, we'll play the IMD boner intro, so at least we get a shutty intro for it. It's time for IMD boner. 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 I like the squeaks at the end. Boner. 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 All right, Shuddy, so what are you unveiling here for us today? I'm not really un- – uh, you're building this up like I have some great new game, uh, like IMD Boner. You know, Shuddy Boy uh, came up with this shoot. exclusively and has been polishing it for quite some time now and said it's finally ready for launch and it's going to be a game changer. That is <laughs> no pressure. None of that is <laughs> none of that is the conversation that we even remotely had. Right, call on Kevin uh, O'Leary. I, well, I already know I what you're unveiling, so I'm going to look up Onyx albums on Amazon. Played <laughs> out. Uh, but I just thought we would do a fun little game of fuck, Mary kill. Oh. And yeah. I did. I have separate lists for both of you. Um. And, Kevin, I'll let you go first. All right. Okay. Charlize Theron, Jennifer Garner, and Halle Berry. Oh, easy. I killed Jennifer Garner. Never was a fan. Uh, She looks like no fun whatsoever. I feel like I make one poop joke, and I'm in timeout sleeping on the couch. So I don't like that. Uh... I am going to fuck Charlize Theron. I'm sure she's a a wonderful, <laughs> suitable wife, beam of light. And in any other case, I probably would have ended up marrying her. But you threw Holly Berry at me, and yeah, I'm marrying Holly Berry. I understand that. I feel like Easy. Jennifer Gardner. She to me represents what I think a good. Uh, housewife or or like a mother and a, and a matriarch of a household would be based off her and Juno. She felt like she'd be a good mom in Juno. Or I felt like she'd be a good mom in Juno. And she just, I don't know, she has like one of those voices and one of those like brooches that it's like, you know what? I would like her to raise my kids. Oh, damn. She would do a better job than me. You're ready to make an honest woman out of her. And I'm not, I but in some, in a lot of ways I agree with you. And like, I don't think she's like the finest girl. And if I keep, if, I, if I'm talking about her amongst those three, it's hard not to kill her. But I gotta be honest, I don't know. I feel like she would do a good job at getting our kids into college. She like would find, <laughs> she would find the cheat. Of She'd the be better at it than Lori Laughlin. Yeah, she would not get caught. <laughs> That's that was my read. Wait, do I get one? Yeah, you ready for your list? Okay, yeah. Better not be dudes. <laughs> John Krasinski, oh, John sorry. Favreau, and John Hamm. Three dicks. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to kill John Hamm because he's got a big swinging hog. Yeah, he's going to really hurt your butt with that. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't. even want a one time with that, let alone having, <laughs> having to marry that. So... Um, and I feel like he's got to be high maintenance. He's he's a pretty boy. He's definitely Metro. So he would definitely 
that would be high me- high maintenance. He would definitely be on top. And that, again, because he's got a he's got a hog. I'm just I don't think it's gonna end well for me or my butthole. Uh, what's the other one? John Favreau. Yep. Great great storyteller. Huge fan of John Favreau. Yeah, uh, we'll make him king. I, <laughs> I would marry him. <laughs> I would marry him because uh, he's just got he's got so much range. He's funny. He can tell. Uh, uh, comic book movies and comic book stories, and yeah, I, I have a feeling he's into sports and into man shit. And uh, the John Favreau that I want to marry and hang out with is the guy in either I Love You Man, or you know he plays Jamie Lee Presley's uh, husband. Mm, maybe have to watch that again. Yeah, probably. Um, or mm. John Favreau in The Breakup. And he's just fucking epic as Vince Vaughn's best friend. I love I love those roles. Obviously, he's good in swingers and stuff. But uh, yeah, I'll marry John Favreau. And who's the other John Krasinski? Who I fuck? You're gonna yep. fuck Jim? Well, he's just good looking, and uh, I know he doesn't. I don't know. I'm assuming he doesn't have the hog that John Hamm has. Um, <laughs> and I'd be Eskimo Brothers with so, with, <laughs> with, yeah. with Emily Blunt. Which might have its advantages or might be worthless. Yeah. But so when you like when you worthless. when you please John Krasinski orally and anally, it probably won't hurt too bad, because he has a likely mediocre member. I mean, I don't want to speak for him or or sell him short, literally. But I mean, you see John Ham shit through through his pants, and you just <laughs> and you just don't with John Krasinski. So I don't know. I heard a rumor that John Krasinski's nickname for his penis is the Crusher. He's got he's got elephantitis. Well, I would I would just play the odds on this one. I really hope I don't get penises the next round. Is there another round of this? I don't know. No, there's not. All right, sweet. No, well, that was it. Yeah, I didn't quite expect him being. So willing to play along. Yeah, Shuddy Boy hit me up and, and set this up in advance. All right, well, I'm a team the, player. Yeah, the, the joke's plan- on you, fags. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I think Shuddy Boy's plan was to um, uh, get you. With I, I got to rate three chicks, and you got stuck with dudes, and you'd be bummed out by it. Nope, no but, one gets me. Nope. <laughs> didn't work, Shuddy. No, I'm always, but, I, nope, I always got my head not. in a swivel. I appreciate I'm the effort. egg on my face. You thought I was going to go into fuck, Mary kill, and not expect dicks? Come on. <laughs> it's like I haven't been on this show for the past seven years, however long it's been. Um, well, uh, I, I, I feel we, we, we put it off long enough. Yeah, it's time. It's. I'm thinking we're back. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we all saw. So, let me start off with my things with John Wick 3. With... Like Halle Berry, I thought the character was pretty cool, but I feel like I, I wish there was there'd be more there. I don't know, like three three straight movies of him just fucking offing people. Like there could have been a love interest, and I think they just they just let that one fucking they just let that one fall by the wayside with Halle Halle Berry. Um, I don't. I'm not really. You were you were upset that there was no romantic. I feel like there should have been a love interest. Um, also, like. Like, I don't know, killing it, like, with knives, and then with the book. Like, come on. This shit is, I don't know. It kind of jumped the shark for me, and I thought it was pretty lame. Um, with the fight scenes? Just with the knives and the books. I thought those what? kills were kind of corny. Oh, um, my God. No, you are insane. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I was going to say, you have gonna, to be trolling. Yeah, I was going to keep going. I was going to see when you guys were going to stop me. I had a few more in mind, but then I 
I got a little nervous. Um, no, I thought it kicked ass, dude. I like. I wasn't like annoying, but like there was a couple times during the movie where I made sounds. I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Or like the the the, the theater was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, it, it was super fun. And I heard this from multiple people that went to like packed showings that every theater was like people like being rowdy and rambunctious. Which this is the fucking movie for. I don't make noises when I go see movies. Like if something cool happens, like at best you'll get a gasp out of me. Yeah, but I I was right there with you. Like. I was audibly going like, oh, shit, like laughing. Like there were scenes where like the scene was over and the other scene was already halfway through and people were still like laughing and like, oh, shit, at the last scene. Yeah, because so many cool kills and it checked all the boxes. Like it did exactly what the final season of Game of Thrones didn't do, which is give John Wick fans exactly what they wanted. Yeah. And... They didn't try to reinvent the fucking wheel or do anything uh, um, over the top or, or um, I don't know, out of their we- comfort zone. Um, and they just killed it. With the, the one thing I'll knock, um, while I thought Holly Berry, well, let's get the sexism out of the way. How the fuck is she still just drop-dead gorgeous in her 50s? Which, yeah. Like, she looks good for 25, let alone... Sp- stunning in her 50s she's just absolutely gorgeous she's wonderful my god she's been one of the hottest women in the planet since fucking i don't know my whole life it feels like and i know she's been doing mma training but i feel like she took the gunplay training as almost as seriously as keanu did like she looked she did not look awkward wielding a gun and just fucking headshotting people left and right nope she kicked so much ass God, that was awesome. The one thing, though, I feel like the dogs were overused. I think we, I, I think we saw two different movies. I thought, oh, well, real quick about the dogs before I want to hear your point about that. Obviously, Shuddy, but I thought the dogs would have been overused if Halle Berry was in the entire movie and the dogs were there the entire movie. I just thought for the the little bit she was in it. Like, that was her shtick. Like, the dogs are down. They're badasses. They were cool, but, like... And I, I never thought this is, this is something that I would bring up as a very, very slight negative. How many times is a dog going to bite some guy's dick? Yeah, that's true. Like, they went to the that first time a dog bit a guy's dick, I was like, oh, shit! Right. Second time a dog bit a guy's dick, I was like, god damn, that sucks! Third time a guy's dick got bit, I was Wait, like... What the fuck is wrong with Queer ass dogs. Can we go back to like John Wick hip tossing and double tapping people? Like, how good does dick taste? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for Shuddy, a dog, for a dog. Are, are we gearing up for for a hot take from you? Yeah, I. First of all, I thought the movie was just okay, uh, mostly because you know lack of dialogue. So I lost interest several times, even during the action sequences. But I thought Halle Berry looked stiff as hell in her action sequences. Like she just, and I didn't think she pulled that off well at all. Really. A lot of the time, the gunplay, uh, was all right, but her fight, the few little fights that she were in, she was in, I, I didn't think it looked good at all. So for those keeping score at home, Shuddy Boy loves Twilight, meh on John Wick. Love it. You can't pigeonhole him to any specific take. There's nothing wrong with that. 
I play along the same line, uh, same, same rules or in a similar, uh, I have similar like reviews. I didn't not enjoy it like I it was but it was just it was all right. I agree with you with your feelings about her fighting. I I don't know if stiff is the word that I'd use, but I don't like we were I was joking about this when the trailer for Anna came up. Um, I don't. Oh, that looks pretty bad. I don't like when girls are just beating up fucking like they're gonna beat up like thirty dudes or thirty henchmen like. I don't know. I don't want to come. I don't want to sound sexist, and this isn't even that sexist. But like, Halle Berry's what? 110 pounds, 120 pounds. You're not fucking hip tossing me. No fucking way. No way. Like, I don't care how much momentum I have come running at you. Really? <laughs> come on, dude. I mean, she's a little. Woman. I can say like bench pressing people and throwing dudes through windows, and like stopping a gigantic man throwing like a huge haymaker and just blocking his his fist and stopping it instantly, but. A hip toss. I mean, if you know judo and shit, yeah, I'm a hundred and ten pound girl could hip toss you easily. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. That's the one. I don't know. One of the issues I had with the whole Halle Berry shit, or just right. women just whooping ass like that in general, like hand to hand. Come on, come on. I don't know. I I'm frustrated by that. But I mean, it's John Wick movie. How? I mean, it's not like. I'm deducting mad points off of that or because of that. Shuddy, did saying. you get the trailer for Anna as well? Yes. That I've seen what else did I see that with? I saw that with something else that I went and saw recently. That looked utterly probably, ridiculous. Probably Avengers. That I looked really fucking twice. stupid. That was my first time seeing the trailer for that and yikes. I got douche chills. So all right. Um Oh, and it's Luke Besson. Another uh, another issue that I had with the movie and I said this to you afterwards is I didn't like the fanboy shit with like the final boss. And like the final bosses, like lackeys. Yeah, that was weird. Like, and I thought the like the story is supposed to take o- take place over a couple of weeks, right? But like the love that they had for the John Wick character seemed like it was from the point of view of an audience member. Yeah, but it's like, dude, like you've been down the street the whole time. That was strange. Although they do establish very early on in the first John Wick movie, he is just like a legend. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But it didn't feel, I don't know, it didn't, it felt The way forced. they were going about it made it seem like they had seen the first two John Wick movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of what I got, or that's the, uh, I don't know, that's what I took from it. And also, um, there seems to be a little confusion about the ending, and I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on this. I got a little bit of yours, but like... All right, I know we've been, we've been going over the movie with a fine-tooth comb, but if you don't want any spoiler spoilers, John Wick, or you might want to skip forward... A yeah. minute or two. So at the end, his homie Winston, who is the manager of the New York Continental, like I don't know, they have like a little trial at the top of the building with the adjudicator, uh, and he shoots John Wick several times, and John Wick falls off the skyscraper. Now, me and you assumed like he Winston was helping out John Wick, and like creating um, reasonable doubt for himself to be in cahoots with him by shooting him off the building, and he knew he was going to live. That's how I read it, or that's how I took it. Is that how you took it, too, or no? That's how I took it. And I thought he did that to placate the adjudicator. Yeah. To get her to go away, but him and John Wick are still homies. Good word, placate, yeah. You and I seem to be the only per- people that thought that walking out of the theater. 
Yeah, well, I wasn't. I, we went with my brothers and Paul as well, who some of you guys now uh, listen to the podcast. But I wasn't sure what what one of my brothers and Paul thought. But but Bill was definitely like, no, nah, he tried to kill him. Like that was to me. Yeah. That was not Winston turning on him. That was that for you. Was that what that was? Yeah, it was me. It was him selling him out. Interesting. Hmm. Well, I mean, we he have, used him to get what he wanted, and then he just was going to get rid of him because that was the only way he'd be able to keep it. Lucky for us, um, John Wick Four got announced today. Yeah. So for a twenty twenty one release, if he goes after Winston, uh, that's because that's... he's got Bill and Ted coming up for twenty twenty. He's working on so. Jeez. Oh, yeah, what, I feel like range? Could, they could put that on a back burner and just rush John Wick 4. What range this guy has? No, no. Give me Bill and Ted 3. You're itching John that hard Wick for 4. it? You post Yeah, that's, that's a final straw. Oh, my God. I really liked, um, obviously, the fight scenes kicked ass. Dude, uh, my favorite kill was the first one where he took down the seven-footer with the book. That Bo was bon. awesome. I thought that was... God, awesome. that was awesome. That got the biggest reaction on the crowd and from me. I was like, fuck yeah. That was the also the had to have been like arguably the grisliest kill. I mean, the guy who got the the knife slowly jabbed through his eye was pretty gruesome. That but was horrible to watch. Getting the guy's fucking jaw ripped off and then snapping his neck over the spine of a book was, <laughs> was just badass. brutal. It was badass. God. Uh the head of the high table or Whatever that guy is. Yeah, that title guy is. ended up being a little underwhelming. Huge dud. Like, like he's just some like forty year old guy in the desert. Like that's who's calling the shots of this huge you. shadow organization. I thought it would be like some older dude, I don't know, in the, the get who has like the penthouse of some sky skyscraper in Shanghai or some shit. For that to be effective in John Wick four that guy needs to have a serious action scene. Like, to me, the only way he can be the head of the high table and command that much respect if he's just, like, an epic badass himself. Yeah, how the fuck and, did he work his way up there in, like, you know, corporate, 20 years of professionalism? Corporate politics? Yeah. <laughs> he's a yes man and just kept getting promoted? Like, what? How did that happen? <laughs> like, because I'm sitting there thinking, they give, you know, he gives john wick the knife or whatever and makes him like pledge his loyalty by cutting off his ring finger or, like sacrificing his ring finger it's like john wick should easily just like dude you killed like 40 men with a pencil why don't you just murk everyone in that tent with that fucking thing um and, yeah. I, and I don't really get why holly berry just played him out with the water at the end like what was her beef that was a little weird, but I guess that's a small thing to, to gripe about. Well, I mean, him calling in a favor on her. John Wick did burn quite a few people's worlds to the ground. He's kind of a dick. Yeah. For being fair, like, John Wick, he he flipped on people kind of fast. Like, I don't care. You owe me a favor. Uh, like, Angelica Houston, her fucking organization's in shambles. Holly Berry, life completely uprooted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Continental, the manager, they, they got what was it? Desecrated. What's the word that they used? Oh, uh, desecrated. De- Deconsecrated. Deconsecrated. Yeah, yeah. Consecrated. Continental manager gets fired. I like how he plays the New York card too. Oh yeah, you got the high table. I have New York fucking city. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, the the knife fight thing 
fucking incredible. But the hand-to-hand combat when he fought off both of the guys from the raid at the same time was some of the most impressive combat I've ever seen in a movie. It was awesome. The only thing is, like, they had him down, and they just, like, let him up. Yeah, that happened twice. Like, come on. And both times it was like, Like, if we're not going to try to kill him, then what's the point Yeah, yeah. That like, that was that yeah that that I didn't like either. It was but. like people who wanted to be killed by John Wick. It was like a like suicide by John Wick. Yeah, it was like Jesus, man. Like, all right, <laughs> he's cool, but like, wouldn't it be cooler cooler to kill that guy instead of be killed by him? Yeah. Now you're John Wick. You <laughs> yeah. killed John Wick. Yeah. You killed the Baba Yaga. Now you're the Baba Baba Yaga buoy. Yeah, you're like the John Ham Ham of Hitmen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that being said, it was fucking incredible. I absolutely loved it. I really liked the uh, the horse leg kick shit that he was doing in the barns, where he would smack the back of the horse oh, and yeah. then kick back. Because my uh, my grandparents used to have horses, and she would always warn me like, "Don't stand behind behind them; they could just back kick, and it would hurt like hell." And like she really, it was almost like old old woman in the beginning of Game of Thrones, like telling me the horror stories about horses back kicking and like i was scarred like i never wa- really wanted to be behind a horse and seeing it in a movie and how how they did it i don't know i thought that was cool and it kind of like uh, it was badass he's just smacking the back of a horse and they're lighting people up yeah i thought and it was interesting there were correct me if i'm wrong because i was pretty stoned that that joint we we smoked outside the theater that got me pretty damn high mm-hmm. but were there was there no car chase in this only horse and motorcycle chase Correct. That, yeah, that feels right. I think that's a cool move. I don't hate that, it. That motorcycle chase was fucking sweet. Horse chase, that was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that way you don't keep going to the same well too often. You had horses on, or uh, horses versus mo- uh, a horse and John Wick versus motorcycles. Yeah, it was super cool. And he was on motorcycles for one of them. Yeah, it was cool. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a little... I gotta be honest. It did them, them allowing John Wick to live. That when they had him dead to rights. Yeah, that I'm gonna deduct some points on. And honestly, I get it. Right, John Wick's a badass. It's borderline impossible to kill him. You gotta suspend um, belief or, or realism for some of it. But once you knock a guy off a New York City skyscraper, like, come on. Like it's, he can't die from that. Like, all right, what are we talking about here? Like, you know, that's a little frustrating to me. I mean, I'm still going to go watch John Wick 4 and expect to love it. But he got shot off the building and like he pretty much he walked away or got carried away like within two minutes. It's like by like, Larry, like, Larry Fishburne and his crew. There's no stakes at this point. Like I can fall off of fucking skyscrapers like, all right, well. I get it. No one's going to kill him, and that's what I assume when I go there. But now it's just like, now if he ever dies, like, there's no... Is he Neo? There's no twist to where I can ever believe if he if he died. Because that's one of, one of these John Wicks, I feel like he's got to die, right? Maybe not. I guess not. Probably I mean, not. I imagine if, if they get to John Wick 7 and Keanu's like 60 and he's like, all right, I can't fucking do this anymore. Yeah, like it's time just for kill, me to just kill me. Let me put over a new, a new, a new hero. I'll fucking, I'll take the three count. Like I'll lose <laughs> this one. I'll die. Um, but that, that score, adjudicator chick, she bummed me out. She was a oh, whack. I villain. could not stand her. She's too like. How is your young ass like making full on decisions? Like 
She doesn't even have to consult with anybody. She can just straight up de-consecrate the Continental. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have to radio her bosses. Like, your 20-year-old ass gets to do that. <laughs> How did you get to that point, let alone the 40-year-old guy who's running the whole fucking show? Yeah. You How is your little ki- little kid ass running running things? You don't have to send, like, a Slack message or do, like, a fucking group email to the team. <laughs> like, hey, uh, I'm shutting down Continental New York. This guy's a fuckboy. Yeah, there's none of that. Yeah, and the the adjudicator was a weak ass villain. We can agree to that. But they set it up for you know an epic John John Wick four. Um, you could tell they were kind of reserving some shit and before they even announced it. It felt like like there was obviously gonna if you saw John Wick three, you can just assume there's gonna be a John Wick four. There's no way it can end like that. Yeah, and I mean, I I I heard that like Keanu made a statement like someone asked him if there was gonna be a John Wick four, and he's like. That depends on if people want a John Wick for. So I think they do taking in sixty million opening weekend and just getting rave reviews means yeah people want fucking more John Wick movies. Please make them. I will say though I feel like they shouldn't be talking about about opening box office weekends this summer anymore. Like fifty six million because that's uh, what is it one point one five billion dollars less than Avengers opening weekend. Like how do you even like wasn't Avengers opening weekend one point two billion and their opening weekend was fifty million? It's just like yeah, like now I can't listen to big opening weekend box office gross numbers. Yeah, but I mean Avengers ever is, again I is can't. an anomaly. Sure. It had twenty three twenty two movies leading up to it or some shit. No, I get it, but I'm just saying, like I'm just saying now when I hear like, oh John 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 Wick had, was the biggest movie this weekend with fifty million. It's like, all right, cool. It also didn't have to pay for you know a billion dollars worth of CG and nope. casting like twelve A-list actors in it. That's true, and maybe this is just from all the sites that I follow being into John Wick, obviously, you know. But it seems like it was so much bigger than seventy or sixty million. And from what I've what I've been led to believe is when they made the first John Wick. Like, nobody wanted to make it. Like, studios passed, nobody was interested, and they sort of just self-financed it and made it, and it just became a juggernaut. And I think that's kind of what they've done. Like, I think it was Lionsgate, and I think 2 and 3 have been Lionsgate. So it's like it didn't even they didn't even have to cater to, like, big studios and shit. They just got it made. Well, fuck, So I think dude. even that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't know. It felt like the movie was much bigger than the the opening weekend's numbers suggested. But uh, my score, I'll give it four out of five. I thought it was really good. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I didn't love it, but it was a fucking awesome way to spend a Saturday night. Kicked out four stars, four dicks. Excuse me, four John Wick dicks. I I'm giving it four point two five dicks. I loved it. <laughs> nice. I, I more than liked it. Hey, I don't hate that. Shuddy. 3.25. Now, you, now you're going to be the Pumanati's least favorite this week. It's a tough spot to be in. Try, yeah. Shuddy. You're, you're allowed to be wrong every now and then. Yeah, it's okay. We'll forgive you. I'll still be your friend. You have to turn over your penis. You don't. You, you've, you've lost the rights to retain your penis, but... 
Because I didn't think John Wick was great? Yes. That hardly seems fair. Eh, it's firm, to, but fair. You have to join the dickless unsullied. <laughs> yeah, pledge your allegiance. You're clearly not a man. Cut your wiener off and present it to the, to the head of the high table. Yeah, donate your wiener to science. Mm-hmm. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they can find uh, a nice person who lost their penis uh, who deserves it more than you do. <laughs> All right, well, I haven't checked in, but perhaps there are. Voicemails, yay! I'd like to believe that since we, we've we had it up and running for a couple of episodes, that, that reignited the, the Puminati's interest in, in calling us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that we take them again. Yeah. Let's see here. Okay. There's some. There's some. Let's see. Work, damn you. I said work. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Joel. So, I'm calling Joel? about uh, Jeff's review on the Ted Bundy movie that he watched on Netflix and how he was disappointed that there wasn't a lot of crazy kills or murder scenes, so on and so forth. Um, so, the basis of the movie and the reason they did it was to show how terrifying a serial killer could be like Ted Bundy because to many, he was just a normal guy and he lived a normal life and was a basically a stepdad, even though they weren't married, but was in the girl's life, and how it's just, hey, man, anybody, you never know, could just be a serial killer. Um, I mean, I live in Milwaukee, so Jeffrey Dahmer is very prevalent here. My uncle actually was the one for the police department that took all the pictures inside Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. Ugh. I have a fascination with serial killers, uh, the psychological aspect, so the movie to <laughs> me was very cool because it just showed how a normal person to a lot of people was not very normal. If you want to see a Ted Bundy movie with a lot of gruesome murders, there was one made a long time ago. I'm not exactly sure when. I don't know if it was like early 2000s or what. But that one, it's uh, yeah, just called Ted Bundy. And it's got a black cover with just his face on it. And uh, it's really, really good. They also made one uh, about Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy, so on and so forth. So anyway... That's my take. Like it or not. And, uh, yeah. I'll pick not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, thanks yeah, for when the Jeff, voicemail. When Jeff goes into a serial killer movie and doesn't get any grisly kills, uh, I don't think I'm there's... And, th- yeah, there's no sort of explaining that's going to smooth that over. If Jeff wanted kills and didn't get them, uh, try... The the reasoning behind the filmmakers not showing any kills and just trying to paint him as a horror, a horrible human and a, a horror of a human, without showing them. You're out of pocket, it, right here. It's not going to work with Jeff. You're out of pocket here. You didn't even see the movie, right? So you no. can't address how fucking lame it was because we have I'm, two sides of the coin here. I'm backing you, Jeff. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, but thank you. I need I need some support here versus Joel. Um, I'm kind of fascinated in serial killers as well. I like, you know, I, those are like the most horrifying tales and, and and serial killer movies, inspired movies are the most frightening to me. But, I mean, again, I, I said this in, in the in the review, but Zac Efron is just too good looking for them not to be able to hammer home a gruesome kill to show off how fucking, I don't know, how like this guy is not, a boy band or dreamy dude, like he was a serial killer. And like, it just, I wasn't distracted enough from Zac Efron, um, in the movie. And 
I mean, come on. Again, it's a t- it's a Ted Bundy movie. You got to have some Ted Bundy kills in there, some fucking gruesome kills. And I like there was there's some there's interesting parts of the story to tell within that section of the story um that that they didn't go into like how like what did John, like what did Ted Bundy do for work the whole time like he was on the run for years as well like wh- how did he feed himself like how like how did he go from fucking place to place i don't know All i right. don't know yeah we got it you didn't like the movie All right Joel Great, now Kevin's pissed. I hope you're happy, Joel. And now we're not going to get any more voice. Mad scientist party hour. What Science? up? It's Arts, a real true story. Um, since we got the voicemail back up and running. Oh shit! I see, thought I'd fucking give one a shot. We put out the Woo! bad signal. The Puma and I received fucking it. It's Sunday night. I'm driving home from a ten-hour shift because fuck yeah, we. Um, I'm going home to watch Game of Thrones. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. so that should be interesting. Uh-oh. You know, tits and dragons and all that. No tits. Um, but Spoiler that's not alert. why I'm calling. I'm calling because this last weekend, the third installment of John Wick came out, and God damn it, was my trigger finger not itchy. And you know what? I scratched my butthole with it, and it was satisfying. Just like the movie. Um, it was, it, t- it takes place immediately after oh, two, which I went home and watched one and two before I went and watched. Yeah. I, f- I farted like a long time ago. Yeah, well. I haven't farted since. Jesus Christ. Horrible. Watched three the day of. Um, it takes place immediately after two. It starts immediately with the action. The entire city's trying to kill John Wick. Uh, he starts calling a, a second recap. Halle Berry makes an appearance. She's got <laughs> some doggos, some badass doggos, and then they, you know, uh oh, wait to the fucking like a did? little. Why are you cutting off? I think he's being censored by Verizon. So, so I'm kind of not <laughs> mad at it. Um, Wait, that's not anything you did. Play is, is fucking oh. so on point. The attention to detail, actually talking about the firearms that are being used. Oh man! Play where he's using a semi-automatic Benelli, uh with the aluminum slugs and just fucking wrecking shot. Um, and he hits uh, a tactical <laughs> slash like competition style speed reload on the shotgun. That was just bar none, just perfect. I'm sure they shot a couple takes, but still. Yeah, I've heard like from from gun enthusiasts and law enforcement that everybody's just in awe of the way Keanu Reeves handles a gun. Yeah, like, like he's, he's just legit. A pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shuddy, like you were still bummed out, even though you being such a dog lover, like the the well trained doggos, that didn't bump up the score for you at all. Or would it have been even lower without uh, the dogs? Very, when the one got shot, uh, I was very upset momentarily. Uh, I When I thought that dog had died, I was ready to leave. Oh, oh boy. But I did like the doggos. Like I said, it was an all right movie. I didn't hate it, but I don't think it was that great. 
What a penis. <laughs> have that skill set. I didn't fall asleep. So. Um, they use the uh, your pen like really, really close attention. There's a shotgun shell hanging off the breech called a match sh- match saver that comes into play a few times when he runs out. It's an extra shot immediately that you can reload real quick. He did that really fucking smoothly. Um, the like the jit and the judo was also fucking. It was just fucking awesome. My only complaint was, I really have no complaints, because it was like they cracked <laughs> jokes, but they all landed, so I wasn't mad at that. There was a little incontinuity with, like, the body armor stuff towards the end, whatever. Yep. Oh, they got him. Voice might have enough of that bullshit. They finally got Arts. Not going to listen to any more of your negative thoughts on John Wick. I thought the, the body armor thing was, was kind of lame, too. You didn't, didn't like that the that. the backup call, got called in with body armor. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like. I mean, it made I for like cool gunfu, honestly. But yeah, because I, I mean, if you can't just have the same gunfights over and over, and it it is cool that like while John Wick is nothing but gunplay, they find ways to differentiate the scenes and keep stuff fresh and add different elements, so you're just not watching the same thing over and over. So I appreciate it. That's. That's true. I'll give you that. I'm just saying. I, I don't know. For me, I, I didn't love it. All right. Well, we've gone long, and there is still a very long Easter egg for uh, Game of Thrones enthusiasts. Or even, I've even gotten messages from people that, like, yeah, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I have no interest in Game of Thrones, but your recaps are funny. And I just judging from the internet's reaction of the finale, I can't wait to see what you guys say about it. So you're gonna get you're gonna get a, an earful. We go we go hard and. Uh, show no mercy and pull no punches. So if if you if you give a fuck, stay tuned because the the Easter eggs got it. Yeah, suck my dick, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, there's a little teaser for you. <laughs> uh, but thank you for listening, everybody. As always, you can go to riotcast.com, check out the other fantastic shows on this network with us. If you simply do not have enough Mad Scientist Party Hour in your life, please go to Patreon.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour, and you can sign up for different tiers. Uh, of of content, there's a ton of shit over there waiting for you. So if you need it, we got it. And in case you're wondering, ah, oh, well, fuck, they've been doing Patreon for a while now. I'm late to the party. You get it all. When you subscribe, you get access to the entire catalog. So check it out. Um, Shuddy Boy, I, I would like to give you the floor if you have anything you would like to get off your chest. Uh, I do not have anything this week. Damn it! All right, you've broken our hearts, but there's always another there's always another podcast. So, chin up, friends. Uh, there will be a new episode uh, of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch posting tomorrow. Uh, but other than that, I've got nothing. Oh, and we're recording a new one this week with a super special guest. I cannot uh, even begin to mask my excitement for that. Super I know who special. It is. You've heard you've heard him mentioned. Many a time over the years, but it is his. Uh, it, it'll be his debut. It's uh, one of my favorite humans on planet Earth. Will, I don't think he will disappoint anyone. I don't. I, I think it's going to be a gem. It's going to be held up in the, probably the greatest single podcast episodes in history in oh the pantheon. Christ. I think he's going to. He's not going to disappoint. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. You know what? 
This is we're we're making a twenty dollar tier. We're moving this into the twenty dollar <laughs> tier. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Fro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Uh, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139, or you can simply shoot an email to madscientist at riotcast.com. Thank you for listening, friends. Thank you, Puminati, for always listening. Uh, it is an honor that I get to do this show every week and hang out with my best friends and tell poop and fart jokes, and people like it. So thank you. Best friends in Shuddy. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, oh, ooh, something. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, there we go. We're good. Woo. Get shutting on the horn. I'm tired. Let's get this show on the road. Yeah, I'm tired too. What the hell's going on? A case on the Mondays. That's my issue. I hate that. You hate that saying, or you hate that Mondays got you down? I just hate having a case of the Mondays. I'd rather have syphilis. For one day only? I perhaps have gone too far. Yeah, like for one day a week, would you prefer to have syphilis over... The feeling of it's Monday and I have a shitty week in front of me. Um, I would take, take I would take syphilis for one day out of the week if I could have a three day weekend every week. What if what if the syphilis was on one of those three days? Yeah, on Friday. Actually, no, Saturday. So your Friday, right in the middle of your three day weekend. What's yeah. syphilis duty again? Who knows? I think it's curable now. All right, let me see. I'm Shruddy pretty sure know. it is. I feel like Shuddy knows these type of things. I think the only ones you can't cure are herpes, AIDS, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. cockwort. Mm-hmm. AIDS? I think you can cure AIDS now. I think they just made that development. Wow, so okay, I just Googled syphilis, and the first thing that shows up, syphilis is a really common STD. Yeah, you, pro- you probably haven't, just don't even know it yet. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it causes maybe sores, sores on your genitals called chonkries. Okay. Whoa, that is weird. Sounds like a tiny chocolate snack. Chonkries? Yeah, syphilis sounds delicious. <laughs> no, it, you're fucking insane. Does Shuddy Boy sound quiet to you, Jeff? No, he sounded he sounded normal. Oh, okay. If anything, I was gonna say turn him down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'll give you a little boost, Shuddy. Maybe it's just Thank my you. headphones are a little low. Let's see here. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, it got a little crunchy, but I think we're chilling. So, okay. I'm thinking this, we're back. In this scenario, is my herp or not herpes? My syphilis transferable? It's syphilis. Yes, it's transferable. Okay. But they said it's really common, so you just got to find an, another syphilis carrier, and you guys could have... But it's curable. So Friday the, syphilis night. The person I would be porking would... I imagine they would go and get a cure for their syphilis. Oh, maybe they enjoy it. Life post-syphilis. <laughs> Who knows?
I don't know. That's... One day a week where um, my penis is just straight up out of commission, that's not really much of a change from my regular life. Yeah, Except and, for... and you don't have to, but you don't have to work that day. So that's nice. I think I'm taking that deal. All right. Well, you better hope that you only have a four-day work week the rest of your professional life. Shuddy, you watched Game of Thrones, Jeff. I'm assuming, and John Wick 3? That is correct. I did both of those things. All right. Let's talk about... I'm going to go out on a limb and say you liked one more than the other. That is true. I knew it, Shuddy. Jesus Christ. But not the one that you think. Uh, Well, which do you well, want to talk about first? Well, we can do John Wick in the main show. Can we? Yeah. No. No. Why no? We're going to have spoilers. There's no spoilers in John Wick. John Wick's a fucking action movie. No one... No one goes to John Wick for twists and turns. Well, I have to talk about the ending. Yeah, there's no major, there's no major plot twist. John Wick survives. It's not uh, allegedly. Well, actually, they just announced John Wick Four. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, we're he, chilling. He totally survived. All right. Well, let's talk about that in the main show, I guess. So, Game of Thrones. I I can already tell by Twitter. That you did not like it, Jeff. You are, you've been very vocal on Twitter with your displeasure. Yeah. Shuddy, yeah. I don't think I've seen anything from you on social media. But then again, you're not no, much of a tweeter. I thought it... Yeah, I don't do much there. Uh, I thought <laughs> it was lackluster. I thought it was better than the episode before. Wow. Uh, but I... Yeah, it was... It was eh. They had, I thought it, it was probably the worst ending. I did not see how Daenerys dying. I didn't see that. I mean, I saw her, something happening to her. I didn't see it happening like that. I thought Jon Snow was being a fucking pussy and was going to be, a, was just letting it go. So that caught me a little off guard, but. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to kill her in that exact moment. That, that, that the Night King went down without really much of a fight. Uh, Cersei uh, went down without much of a fight, and Daenerys went down without any fight. Like it seemed, kind of like very little payoff. Those are all like, great. Everything points, we Shetty. knew that was going to happen happened, just not in any kind of way that was really entertaining or advanced the story any, or ended this tied the story up. Can you name a single? Yeah. Single no, character who's it was just like these things just happened so the the story ties up right like Danny had to die so we just get a quick little stab in the belly from Jon Snow. Um, yeah, I agree. It was a letdown. I want to say that's probably the worst ending to anything that I've ever liked. Like I, I put it up and there with like the two thousand four ALCS. King. All right, Shuddy, you have the floor when it's quiet. Sorry. I said, and making Bran king. See, that didn't bum me out entirely. Because here, I'll I'll explain why. I feel like no matter who ended up on the throne was going to be a disappointment. Based on how they did it. Like... (laughs) 
You know what I mean? Like, once we get to episode six, you're like, all right, well, this is going to be disappointing, right? Not entirely. I mean, I, okay, let's just, like, my, the the hinging of my enjoying the finale wasn't too dependent on whoever ends up on the throne. Like, I as agree. long as it wasn't, like, fucking Podrick. Okay, yeah, I kind of agree. Le- like, let's run through the options. So, Daenerys ends up on the throne. Kind of too predictable. Like, that seems like what they were setting up the entire series for. So that probably wouldn't have been entirely satisfying. Jon Snow ending up on the, sh- on the throne. Kind of the same thing. Little, I don't know. Little too down the middle, middle of the road, too milk toast of a decision. But then you go to the other options and everything else is just a little too unfitting. You know? So, Bran getting put on there, like having a king that can warg and see the future, I see the benefit in that. He can see the future. Right? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yes. I, I don't know about Bran. I have no idea what that guy is good at or his whole story. I'm, I'm a little confused by that. Um, I, don't, I can like, see how it, be, it would benefit people to have the three-eyed raven ruling things. He doesn't seem like an evil person. He doesn't seem like the type of guy that would go mad with power. So, But if he saw the future, then he saw how this is going to play out, and he did nothing to help out anyone else. He just... Well, but they uh, when he uh, when Tyrion says something to him like, "Will you be king?" and he said, "It's the whole reason I'm here." Mm-hmm. That seemed so. Out he of knew place. it was coming. I, like I, he knew. But that seemed out of place. Like really, I never got the impression you've been going through this whole journey just so you could be king. Yeah, he abdicated his family. Uh, his, his no, lineage I mean, I think his... he means that's why he's there at that tribunal. I didn't take it quite as long term as that. Is just like, yeah, I knew this was coming. That's why I'm here. What was the exact quote again? Why do you think I'm here? Right? Uh, hold on. Brand final quote. Why do you think I came? Uh, uh, why um, else would I be here? Or something. It was something along those lines. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Brand thought the final twist was a joke script at first. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. That's the headline. I'm trying to. Oh, why do you think I came all this way? Right. So to I took that to mean as his whole journey. Right. Why do you think I went through all this shit? Well, uh, I will say one thing. At least that means Hodor didn't die for nothing. Okay, sweet. Sweet. I want to scorch earth this fucking review. This ending was complete dog shit. Complete fucking dog shit. How we can just take this lying down is unbelievable to me. I want my 75 fucking hours back. I owe, I owe Nachi an apology. I killed her for years. I called it a character flaw for not watching this show. And these fucking pussies end it like that. Bran. Bran's the king. You know how uninteresting Bran is? You know how I know he's uninteresting? He wasn't in season five. He wasn't in an entire fucking season. And he ends up the king. How is that possible? This would be like, this would be like watching all of the Marvel Cinematic Universal, uh, Universe movies, right? And at the end, Agent Poulsen is the fucking in the climactic scene. And they end Avengers Endgame with the scene with Agent Poulsen. The, like... Nick Fury's Polson. third in charge, or whatever the fuck his name is. Like, it is unbelievable they ended with Bran as the king. Like, the, the, the show started out with this badass warrior who unified seven kingdoms through war and force, and he got rid of a cruel tyrant 
uh, by usurping him. And it ended with a fucking midget arguing a cripple onto the throne to control six kingdoms after the seventh was gerrymandered out of his district. And it was given to his sister. Are you, how is this not a letdown? How is this not a letdown? How is this not a, a huge failure? Listen, <laughs> Jon Snow, if, if I told you going into game, uh, season eight, if I, if I was like, listen, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of guesses. Predict me how this story ends for Jon Snow. How many of them, how, like how many guesses would you have taken before you landed on, um, he's taking a boat back to the wall? Like how many fucking guesses? A, a million. And listen, that, that annoyed the shit out of me too. Why? Like, Why is there the, a wall? Who the fuck is Grey Worm to demand justice? But, at this point, sure. Like, what? like there's there's no there were no civilians in King's Landing anymore. So his threat of we have thousands of warriors. Who the fuck cares? Just you know, lay waste to, to what's left of King's Landing to get Jon Snow back. You don't have to send him to the fucking Night's Watch again. But why? What, like, why is there a wall? Why is there a Night's Watch? You just defeat the dead. You're going to put the wildlings who you made peace with back over the wall? What the fuck is that? For what? Just so they have to live in winter? Like, it makes no fucking sense to me. Well, I think they like living there. They like yeah, they living behind the wall. There. there are people that like living in Alaska. I thought the wall the whole time was supposed to protect the living from the dead. Well, yeah, now there's no dead, so they can just live there and chill. But why is there a wall? Why is there a night watch? That's not stupid. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm with you. I don't understand why they need a night watch, and I feel like they kind of brought that up on the show and then never addressed it. Also, yeah. No, they did. They, in one line, he says uh, something about broken men always needing somewhere to go. Hmm. Okay. But I thought that right. was like Who said that to him. I thought that I was, remember hearing that, but it's like, why do you still need that? The night watch. Yeah. Like there's like, they're there to protect like from things coming over the wall. So if you made peace with the people on the other side of the wall and you killed the dead, like why? Like, what is that? What's bar- character building about going to the wall and working a shift there? Maybe, maybe it's it only exists now for a place to exile people to. And ba- like, yeah, back to Grey Worm. Um, okay, so let's go with this. Jon Snow murders Danny, right? Uh, Tyrion talks him into it or helps talk him into it. So they're at the final scene or the final council at the Dragon Pit, right? Grey Worm standing there. Tyrion goes from prisoner who is being accused of treason to the, 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 the hand of the king in that conversation, right? Grey Worm's sitting there just chilling, has nothing to say, and John Wall gets sent, or uh, John Snow gets sent to the wall. No one has the idea of like, hey, let's do a trial by combat. Or, or Grey Worm doesn't stand up and be like, oh, wait a second, I, I walked across the world for this queen and this guy just killed her? Uh, how about fuck that? How about trial by combat? How about I'm murdering Jon Snow? But instead he's just like, meh, yeah, yeah but, whatever. But you just, you just said it. He's the warrior of a defeated queen. What say does he ha- should he have in any of this? Well, my whole thing was, like, 
so they they already had Tyrion locked up for treason, and then inexplicably, like they chose to just handle all this shit between scenes off camera. But you go from Jon Snow killing Daenerys to him being a prisoner. Like, how you're gonna tell me like fucking Grey Worm is Dion Warwick looking ass walked in and saw him there with Danny's blood on his hands and just arrested him and didn't kill him? Yeah. I- like I was expecting like a battle, like how is John gonna fight his way out of this? And by the way, the dragon melting the throne was just the weirdest thing ever. Like cool symbolism, but in execution, why does a dragon like No, my mommy, curse you throne and all you've brought? And like, (laughs) hold on, even if fucking Jon Snow gets the weakest public defender in all seven or six kingdoms, whatever it is, like this is an easy one. All right, well, uh, show me the murder weapon and the dead body. Oh, well, the dragon took it away. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. I guess, I guess you got nothing, right? And you're taking out the whole fact that he killed her because of what she did to King's Landing and what she was going to do to the rest of the realm. Which, so it wasn't a flat-out murder. Which everyone on the council agreed with, right? Danny was tripping. Yeah. Everyone was... Cr- except, for, except for Yara Greyjoy. Right, except for Yara, who wasn't there. Right, who, yeah. who, who left, who went the other way. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, how Sam could allow John to go back to the wall is unbelievable to me. It's unbelievable. How he doesn't step up like, well, wait a second, wait a second. This guy actually got me off the wall at one point. I was getting pussy on the wall, and he saved my life. They wanted to kill me way before that ever, ever happened. They saved my life. Like, he's just, oh, uh, yeah, whatever, Jon Snow to the wall. I just, that's unbelievable what they did to the Jon Snow character. Like, he went from fucking awesome to, like, complete shit inside of two seasons. I I will say this, though, because, like, when, when Tormund split, like, a couple episodes ago, and Jon was like, I wish I was going with you and everybody was mad because he didn't pet the wolf. Like, I do feel like that that's cool. Like, take away how the the events that took place that got him there and, like, just the weird plot leaps they had to make. But Jon Snow going to live north of the wall with the wildlings and his wolf, that's kind of cool. I can take that. I can take Sansa becoming queen of the north. That's a cool ending for her. Arya going to sail off to, like, I don't know, be a flat earther or whatever the fuck her thing was? She wants to explore. No, she was going to see what was on the other side of West, what was west of Westeros. It's so East, do you Easteros. think that's one of the, uh, do you think that's one of the supposed spinoff shows that's going to happen? I doubt it. Is what she's doing? No. I, I, I would be surprised if any of the spinoff shows are anything but prequels. I could so care less about a fucking spinoff show. I I will never watch this ever again. I I don't know. Maybe Battle of Bastards will come on my TV or Hard Home, and I'll give it a watch, but I'll never go back and watch. I can't believe how disappointed I am with this. I'm, I'm, I'm like... I'm surprised at myself that I could even be this mad at a fucking TV show. I... I'm furious about this. I'm furious. Like, I... I don't like they did such a horrible job with this story down the stretch and everything they point out. It's just like they're getting fucking they're getting nitpicked about stupid shit because like it all sucks. Right. They find a bottle near Sam's leg. Right. And 
Okay, is it stupid? Maybe. The Starbucks coffee coffee cup, is it stupid? Maybe. But this shit keeps piling up. Like, they were just sloppy with the execution of it down the stretch. It's 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 very disappointing. And the whole thing with, did you read about, like, how the Vegas odds or, like, the uh, the gambling sites had Bran as the... Uh, uh, who's going to sit on the throne? How yeah. he was the favorite? I've been seeing that for a while, yeah. Do you know why that happened? Or how? Did someone leak it? I mean, obviously. But, like, the theory, or my in my head, here's exactly how the conversation went happened. Essentially, someone internally, whether it be a writer or someone who worked on the show, um, was all fucking blabbing their mouth because the show sucked. They knew it sucked. And they were telling someone who I guess was connected to a bookie, like, hey, this show sucks. Like, really? Why? Well, you're not going to believe this shit, but Bran is going to end up sitting on the throne. Like, get the fuck out of here. So, internally, they were shitting on the show. Internally, they were they were complaining about it. And then we saw videos of people asking the actors, like, oh, how do you feel about the final season? And them just, like, answering it all awkwardly because they knew it was fucked. They knew it was fucked. But now, like, uh, Amelia Clark has been vocally, like, defensive of how things played out. Well, I mean, since last night, I, I, I don't see how, like, obviously she's getting a paycheck, so that's it. Like, she's just sponsored. Like, she has to say that. That'd be like, like you're never gonna say not that you would. You would never say anything negative about John, uh, Jason, uh, Jason Ellis. That would be, that'd be stupid, right? Like, that's how you get Catherine Heigold, <laughs> right? Like, I don't, why would she say anything bad? So I take none of what she said seriously. It doesn't it doesn't matter to me. I mean, it's not like she has to worry about getting fired off of Game of Thrones. No, but Catherine Heigl didn't have to worry about getting fired off and knocked up, but her work dried up after she started talking shit about Judd Apatow. That's the the, the analogy that I'm, I'm making, or the, the connection that I'm the drawing there. Uh, apparently, the lesson to be learned is that the books are always better. Like what I th- <laughs> honestly like that. I feel like this is just a weird George R. R. Martin flex. Like, like he got. I guess the end of the fifth season was when he stopped writing, or that's when the book stopped, right? And there was no brand in that season. It stops with Jon Snow being murdered, right? So, so they're like, hey, we have no source material to adapt George R. R. Martin. So apparently, he gave him the beats or the big bullet points of the story moving forward, right? So he's like, hey, this is how it's going to happen. Bran's going to win the throne. Arya kills the Night King. Jon resurrects, and he's going to betray Danny. And the writers are probably just like, uh, well, we wanted to wrap this up in like 15 episodes. We have two seasons. He's like, oh, weird. The publisher gave me 2,000 pages. <laughs> and like, that's it. And they're just like, all right. And they just went their separate ways. I, I, I was... Uh... Was anybody else put off by when Samwell is like the maester or whatever? What what was his new title? Don't, yeah, head smart guy. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Head bitch tits. Yeah. And he he just brings out a song of ice and fire. A commercial. That was so weird. Dude, it was so weird. I'm surprised like a lower third didn't pop up and say available on Amazon. Yeah. Like what the fuck was that? Okay, cool. The book. All right, yeah, the first book. So weird. And why wouldn't Tyrion be mentioned in it? That was another weird thing. Like, they're writing in it like it's fucking, like it's a yearbook? Like, what the fuck? Or Tyrion, like, half the, half the, 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 the episode was them 
walking through the destruction again. Like you already did that in the last episode. Why are you rewalking through it? And 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 Tyrion was able to find his dead fucking his dead uh, 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 siblings in a pile of rubble. Like they weren't maimed or anything, but just all these rocks fell on them. Yeah, they only like, got what they the got fuck? knocked out by like one layer of bricks. Like if they had just like put their arms over their head, they probably would have survived that. Like they had w- one layer of brick, right? Or if, yeah, there's an argument that if they just ran twenty feet the other way, they would have been all right too. Yeah, I, I did see someone took like a picture of Tyrion like weeping for them, and behind him is just all this just straight up cleared ground. Like, right? If they were just standing a little bit over, they yeah. wouldn't have gotten clonked. If, if they clunked. had some maneuverability, they would have been all right. <laughs> I thought Tyrion, I thought his, I don't know, like, him crying wasn't very good. I don't think that was, like, an exceptional acting moment. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty just disappointed about the whole thing. Like, I thought that scene was a waste. What what was up with all the symbolism and people guessing about what the white horse meant? Because not only did they, like, she was never seen with the white horse again, right, Arya? That has, not, that has nothing to do with anything. That whole visual at the end of the last episode was was worthless correct yeah like i don't know i i I know i've been a defender of this season as it's been playing out but after that ending and i wasn't like when it ended i kind of just felt nothing i was just like oh okay i turned to my brothers like i I want to throw the fucking remote at the tv i was furious furious and and like looking back, like after after it ended, I just kind of it took a while for me to just absorb it all and take it all in and process it. And then just looking back on the season, like like you had one of the one of the fucking greatest villains, Cersei Lannister, and she had like three lines in the entire final season. Yeah, like Arya it seemed like Arya was getting set up for some stuff, and she had some cool moments, but that ended up being pretty much nothing. Took never- zero faces. They they never really ex- examined why Bran was like warging during the the Battle of Winterfell. Nope, doesn't matter. That yeah, never got really got explained. Um, These fucking cunts, because they could just be like I, the questions like, well, why why did the Night King want to kill Bran? Well, because Bran was going to become king. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. All right, yeah, you got me there. Yeah, yeah, I guess that what that's why I did it, right? Well, yeah, cause, you know he's going to be king. Oh, <laughs> oh, all right. For how many, and and another, re- like, one of the reasons why I thought maybe people were so bummed out on the season, <coughs> like, besides the fact that it f- for sure easily could have been a full season. Easily. Oh, come on, yeah. Uh, a, a lot of Game of Thrones is you watch an episode and then the discussions that spawn off of it. Like, oh, did you catch that little tidbit they dropped there? That could pay off and be this someday and this could be this. But as the final season's wrapping up, you're not looking too hard for any sort of symbolism or hints or seeds they're planning for down the road because it's all coming to an end anyway. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty much just looking for things to be tied up and 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 uh, yeah, tied up. Yeah, gotcha. And it kind of didn't happen. No, stuff sort of just brushed off. I feel like a lot of the endings weren't very satisfying. Like. Was there one character whose story was well wrapped up? You know, like Sansa, all right, Sansa gets to run Winterfell. But the way that it happened was fucking lame. Like, like I, 
The dwarf argued the cripple onto the throne, and his argument was that he had good stories. John rode a fucking dragon. Like he won like five battles. How is this possible? How do the writers pass this? How do they be like, okay, yeah, this works? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't know. And it pisses me off because you guys gave me shit about about this in previous weeks, and it's it's all in good fun, whatever, whatever. But like, I'm I'm being a stickler, or I'm orny, or I'm the fucking internet complaining about this shit. When in reality, I was first on this fucking bandwagon and the internet jumped onto my fucking shit. I was, I was after the episode immediately after episode one, I was like, wait a second, this is fucking, this is off. And I've been, I've been raising red flags ever since. And unfortunately I feel like all of my concerns have been, have been, have been valid. I, I'm I, honestly, I'm so we were talking about this at Korean barbecue the night before. And I was like, this is very similar. Like I've said this many times, very this is a, similar to a, smor- a sporting event. And what the final season of Game of Thrones felt like was your favorite player choking in the fourth quarter. I mean, I don't even. I'm trying to come. I can't. I can't compare it to a sports analogy at this point. You know what I mean? Like, if the final season was them choking in the fourth quarter, like they, the final episode was them biting Evander Holyfield's ear. Like it was so disgraceful. It was the Atlanta Falcons, New England Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah, sure. Is this kind of like if if the Giants went to the Super Bowl and, and quit? They were down by one point. They got the ball at the very end of the fourth quarter, and right before they got into the end zone, they just dropped down and started sucking each other's dicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was perfect. Yeah, it was. It's like, wait a second. That's not. That's not football. Like we're not even. Wait a minute. Like democracy and they all left of course like what are you talking about what are we gonna have a polling center and one of the fucking in each of the seven kingdoms democracy what like a fucking- at least they didn't fully commit to that if they had all like jumped on samwell's bandwagon and then it, like that's how it ended and it's like and thus democracy was born i would have been like oh fuck you even harder <laughs> that's true i like how braun Gets more playing time in John Wick three than he does in fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> I like and how that worked. They also didn't like where the fuck has he been? Yeah, he's, he's just all of a sudden has a seat at the council now. Yeah, be- and how and why? Right, because, because his deal. Tyrion... No, his deal was with Tyrion, and Tyrion ended up in jail. So, who gave him? Who gave him the spot on the throne on the council? I'm guessing Tyrion once he got out of prison, but once he became Hand. Oh, 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 he wasn't brand, in the dragon pit, the right? Broken. That's what I. That's what I meant. That's what I misspoke on. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. He wasn't in the dragon pit, right? No, it was. Okay, all right, no, it was yeah, yeah, the yeah, the weird uncle from the red wedding, but that who I didn't even realize it survived. So I guess he speaks for House Tully, right? Hey, honestly, like I'm, I'll listen to him as much as I'll listen to Bran. And then like, what weird- do you got, Tully? Go ahead. Sure, what's your pitch? That weird kid that like sucked on his mom's titties and then probably later went off and Was beat that off about Robin it. Robin Aaron? Or yeah. whatever his yeah. name is from the Vale. Yeah. He chimed in, like, you get a vote, you fucking creep. <laughs> like, I, I don't even like how Sansa. I would have been Arya. like, that guy sucks his mom's titties, he gets half a vote. <laughs> That's not a full vote. And I don't yeah, like like how if Bran could see the future and the past, would he be chill with Bran extorting his way onto his council? How does that work? 
Like, I, I don't know. It it was like if you know that you you know you ever see the usual. And suspects? why the hell is yeah. he master of coin? Yeah, that's a fair question. Like make him, why wouldn't he be like master of war? Yeah. But he's master of coin. Uh, but you saw usual suspects, right? I almost like that was like a really that's that's a Kobayashi scene at the end that went horribly wrong. I almost expected Brand to walk out of the chair and like right when Tyrion uh, uh, gave his little speech and everyone voted him in, him just to walk out like, all right, thanks guys, I'll take it from here. <laughs> like it was unreal that that guy gets named on the throne, and I feel like. Not, of course, I feel like this. I'm saying it, but these complaints aren't invalid. Like, this isn't me being a petty pussy. I don't think. Like, you, I gave you fucking no, seventy five hours. You giving it a low rating because the people next to you were talking. No, that's true. Although my brothers were fucking very <laughs> chatty during the final. I know, and I know they've episode. been defensive of the final season. How do they like the ending? They weren't they weren't that mad about it. My brothers just kind of laughed and like almost laughed it off. I almost feel like they're in shock, but they're they in denial game of denial, thrones. Denial, yeah, yeah, loser denial from Game of Thrones. I had a bad case of losing denial once myself until the lacrosse team shoved a parking cone on my ass. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I, they're the biggest Game of Thrones fanboys that I've ever met. Like they fucking they defended the final season. Even at dinner, they were like, "There are they are the most uh, in support of Game of Thrones out of anyone that I've ever met." And they were just kind of like, "Oh, they laughed about it." Like, "Oh, Bron, Bron, uh, Bran pulls off the long con. That's funny." It's like, "What? That's how you saw it?" Like, again, I go back to the guy wasn't even in season five. Like. How interesting of a character. It, his story was interesting, really, because it wasn't interesting enough for one of the entire seasons. How, how interesting was it? Is there anybody who anybody sur- who survived that could have ended up king that you would have been more bummed about? More bummed? Tyrion. Yeah, Tyrion. But he's Hand of the King, so that's pretty much... Yeah. That's, I, I can't... I don't, I don't... How he goes from prisoner... To arguing the guy into the fucking throne to his hand. It's just like it it happened inside of five seconds. Or not five I guess five minutes. It's like, wait a second, what? Yeah, it was weird that like he shows up and he says one thing and Grey Worm's like Don't talk, I kill you. And then he just talks for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just doesn't listen to Grey Worm because Grey Worm's a, a dickless goober who I don't know. I, Grey Worm, how, like, it's just so easy. Like, it's so easy. I would have I read the script and I'm like, wait a second. How about in this spot we have Grey Worm fight Jon Snow? Like, how does that not happen? Oh. Yeah. It, it, they definitely went out with a whimper. <laughs> like, I, I can only imagine that trial. Like, if I'm Jon Snow's lawyer, the guy, his counsel. Like, wait a second. So you know my client killed Daenerys. How did he do it? Well, we just know he did. Well, how? Well, you know, he did it. Okay. Well, do you have a body? Do you have a, a, a cause of death? Right? Like, if Jon Snow could easily just be like, yeah, I don't know. Like, 
it was going all right. And then she asked me if we could be serious. And I was like, well, wait a second. I'm a Targ as well. And I, I don't feel like having sex with you because you're my aunt. And or then, he could blame it on the dragon. And then the dragon, then she got mad. She melted the throne and just bounced with the dragon. Like, well, where'd she go? I don't know. She flew away with the dragon. What can I do? And I'm a Targaryen, so I guess I should run shit, right? Like, how does that not happen? And I guess that's too easy, right? But isn't it too easy just to, like, wrap up a fucking eight-season epic with, nah, we're going to give it to the cripple kid because he's got a nice story. <laughs> like, What? What it was? It was so weird that like the by blood the rightful heir to the throne like, shipped to the wall. Like, oh, he can't come out now. Oh, why? Oh, because some um, some dickless unsullied has him captor. How does how does a dickless unsullied have authority over the rightful heir to the throne? <laughs> That's right. what I'm saying. How do they arrest him and not kill him? him? Like I. And I know Jon Snow's honorable, and I don't understand really how that plays out in Game of Thrones as we stand, like, after watching it, because all this is very confusing now, but, like, and, and I, yeah, he's honorable, but, like, to me, if it's Jon Snow, if, if I'm Jon Snow, it's, like, it's either the wall or I'll do trial by combat. How about that? How about, you know what? I don't need my wolf. Just give me the sword and I'll, ta- I'll take on whatever champion you have, right? Mountain's dead, right? Okay. Send up anyone. Anyone. I take, I decide trial by combat. You don't even have to do a fucking trial. Like, how does that not, like, how does he not think of that? Instead, he's like, meh, whatever. I'll take a boat back to the fucking, I'll go take the, ball, the boat back to the wall. That's cool. <laughs> I just, I see. I don't. Suck my I don't. Dick. I don't feel like John getting sent to the wall was that much of a bummer for him. But yeah, I, I yeah, I get it. Like, I like how they wrote it in the show, it wasn't a bummer. But like, how could it not be? It was a bummer in the beginning of the show, and he actually had a reason to be there. Like now, he's just gonna go and not have sex. Is that that's what's gonna happen? He just doesn't fuck anyone. He has no children. Well, he just went straight. North of the wall, so he can fuck whoever he wants. He didn't go where he, where he was supposed to anyway. So I doubt he's going to hold to the other rule that he can't get laid. Yeah. Okay. I, and I thought it was just so weird. After they named Bran King, they're just <clears> like, <throat> All hail Bran the Broken. It's like, wait, what? What? That's my title? <laughs> All my warging didn't show that. I got to be Bran the Broken? I'm Bran the Broken. Like, can't we spitball this a little bit before I'm stuck with that forever and in the history books is Bran the Broken? Well, Tyrion said it in his speech like it was something that was common knowledge. That's true. I think he, his, his like, whatchamacallit, his, uh, his, his steez, his motto or his, uh, his reputation was that, you know, he's a cripple, which I don't know. Like, when you're done, if you're like one of the guys maybe who does have squabbles, right? And you're sitting there and he gets voted in. It's like, all right, well, the the voting's finished, right? Okay, yeah, I challenge the cripple to a duel for his throne. <laughs> like, like if you're Braun, I would play the odds too. Like, who? what champion does he get to help him? Like, who do you get? Like, because the mountain's dead. You don't have that guy. And I feel like if I'm Braun, I could take anyone that's remaining. So, all right, Jon Snow's on your side, right? Because you're sending him to the wall. I challenge you, you little cripple, 
Pick up your fucking sword. <laughs> oh, you can't, right? Get a fucking champion then. I Pussy. challenge uh, Bran the Dickless. <laughs> yeah. Like, even even Sansa plays him out. Like, well, you know, he can't have any children. And he already said he doesn't want to be uh, the king. And everyone else apparently doesn't listen to that. So, yeah, no, I think he's a good choice. Let's go with him. Like, what? Like, all hail Bran, like, the giant Spice Girls fanboy. What? Seriously, I didn't sign off on that nickname. Suck my, suck my dick, Game of Thrones. Like you really pissed me off. Like seventy-five hours. I, I'll never watch that shit again. I we were talking about this last last week, and you're like, and I even left an opening for this to be the greatest show ever. Still in my book, it's not in the top ten. No way is this the top ten show ever. I, I really, because they went into the show with a point, right? Like the opening was the White Walkers. So to me, that was the major thing. You have the dead and who's going to win the Iron Throne. And the way they wrapped up both of those was complete horseshit. Inexcusable. Like, waste of time. Very unhappy. (laughs) I give it zero dicks. I give Game of Thrones, the show, all together, being fair, 4.25 dicks. Um, What if you were just rating seasons one through seven? That's what it is. 4.25? 4.25. 4.25? 4.25. Because, because I remember watching Battle of the Bastards and Wins a Winner and thinking, oh my God, this is, this is the TV medium at its highest point. I will give it credit for that. Hard Home, again, in that same conversation, I loved that episode. Loved it. There were so many Game of Thrones episodes that I loved. Obviously, that's what drew me into it. But the ending was so horrible. And really, the last two seasons were pretty bad, but the ending was so horrible that that it moves from like classic to that's eh, it's a good show. If you're bored, go See, ahead. See, I liked I liked season seven. Yeah. I know a lot of people are shitting on it, but I still like season season seven. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a bummer. I, I did not foresee this stumble coming. I, I think I even remember when we were talking about Game of Thrones before season seven wrapped up. And like, oh, it sucks. We're going to have to wait so long for season eight, and it's only six episodes, but how could they fuck it up now? How could they, how could they drop the ball at this point? They've had such a good run. How could they fuck up the ending? Yep. And they did. <laughs> Real bad. I don't know why it's so hard for so many shows to just come in for a nice landing. I just think... How do so many shows fuck the ending up? I think it's it, so it was weird. a mixture of not having the source material to support or to adapt from, you know, no more George R.R. R. Martin books. And I honestly just think maybe there's a a top end or a ceiling to their ability and or they just got lazy. It's got to be one of the two. Like, because to me, there's so many seasons left, right? There's, there's, there's so many, so much more hours worth of content that you can put in there. Like, yeah. Danny could have been evil for an entire season. And that like, could have been awesome. They talked about, you know, when, um, I mean, Breaking Bad was the king of TV at one point. And they could have... AMC, I guarantee, would have thrown all the money they had just to keep it going. And the creator was like, look, I have... I've been stretching it. I've had an ending in mind. You guys wanted a couple more extra seasons. I gave them to you. It's time It's time to wrap this up. Yeah. This is the story. It's finished. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Breaking Bad was satisfying start to finish for me. Mm-hmm. And when when it kind when it came out like oh Game of Thrones is ending they're only going to do two more seasons it's going to be shortened seasons 
much less episodes. I was like, okay, well, at least they have a plan. They know what they want to do. They're going to go and do it, and they don't want to stretch it out and try and fluff things with filler. They're like, look, we know what it takes to tell the rest of the story, and that's what we're going to give it to you. And, yeah, that, that, is, that turns out not to be the case. They easily could have stretched out so much more of this stuff. And the way things ended, it had me rethinking the whole season and like, all right, you know what? If this is ha- the way they were going to go, yeah, they fucked up by not making it longer season, more episodes, or even doing more seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like um, they, you know, the writers, they just got to a point where they're over it. And they're like, yeah, fuck it. We made our money. Like, this is it. We're, we've ex- exhausted... Like, they more made their decisions based on how much energy they felt like putting into it versus how much story they had left to be told. And to me, or how much story they could tell. And to me, it was like, it's disrespectful in a lot of ways to the fans, right? Because, because... There was a water bottle in this episode. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that earlier. But, yeah. Just sloppy. Like, so that's just, yeah... That's kind of an indication. You have a water bottle and a Starbucks cup in two out of six episodes. It's definitely sl- sloppiness. Right. And it's, it, it's inexcusable. And it's like, hey, the fans, like, the fans and, I don't know, like, the the loyal supporters like my brothers, I mean, hey, they're not bum- bummed out by it. It's, so like, great for them. Or great, yeah, great for them. But, like. You did an injustice to the fans, the people that have been watching it for years. And you just were like, eh, fuck you guys, whatever. Like, here, we'll give you whatever you want. We're doing Star Wars, so peace. Like, All right, cool. As somebody who just, like, tries writing and desperately wants to be a writer and create a whole bunch of stuff, I feel like it couldn't have been laziness. It couldn't have been laziness when, you, when you're just crushing it and you're in, the like, the Television Hall of Fame. You're creating, like, the biggest... One of the biggest TV events ever that's just got so many people captivated, got so many people talking, so many people love it. The last thing you want to do is just ruin your entire legacy. The last thing you want to do is just go out on a bad note. Yeah. You don't want your baby... Like, I don't know. If we were... If if Mad Scientist Party Hour was a... Hold on a second. If Mad Scientist Party Hour was was a narrative and we were going to be wrapping it up, like... And we were all like wildly rich from it. Would you, could you ever see yourself being like, ah, it's the end. Fuck it. Let's just mail it in and get out of here. You know, the end is coming. Why not just, you would hold it out. Like, right. Like you would. All right. The finish line is up ahead. We're going to keep on putting in the effort and make the shows as good as we can. I have a response, but I'm giving it to Shuddy. Shuddy, Shuddy has something to say. No, you go. Well, again, I'm going to just go back to, because this is my favorite shit, sports. I would liken it to sports. And, like, there, my buddy um, is, f- like, uh, is connected, like, a couple of degrees away from some NBA player that was the second pick in the NBA draft. Second pick out of, I don't know how many entrants, let's say 70. Um, he got guaranteed a $30 million contract. And his, everyone was saying about the guy that, man, you have so much talent. You have so much upside. If you just grind, if you just work and work when you get in the NBA, you could be one of the greatest players ever. You have that much talent. But my friend has spoken to his friend and just 
his outlook on it is like, hey, I made it to the NBA. I made $20 million. I bought my mom a new home. Like, I'm happy. Life's great. Like, yeah, I'm not going to be the second greatest basketball player ever, not Michael Jordan, but like, I made $40 million playing basketball, whatever it was. Fuck you, right? There could be a little bit of that with the Game of Thrones people. It's like, yeah, you know, maybe we want to be the greatest. Like, part of us getting into this wanted us to be the greatest writers ever. That was like the reason for going into it. But hey, now that we got $60 million in a Star Wars job, yeah, we're good. We're good. Right? I mean, that's the comparison that I would make. Yeah, but now they're like, they're not retiring. They're going to keep making things. They're yeah. done. I mean, they're retired from Game of Thrones, but they're still going to be making TV and movies and stuff. And now forever, there's going to be the stink of their names on it. They legit got senioritis. They got other jobs. They had futures elsewhere. And then when the show wrapped up, they're like, nah, whatever. We have the next thing. Like, why the fuck do I have to get an A in second semester senior year physics when I got accepted to college? Right? Like, I got a D in physics when I was, when I was a senior in high school. Not because I wasn't good at fit in, physics, because I didn't give a fuck because I got accepted to college. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> uh, we got the Star Wars job, like, who gives a fuck about the final season? Like, whatever. Everyone sucked our dick already. Like, well, at least the Barry season finale was good. Barry kicked ass. <laughs> Betty. I agree. The Barry season finale was very good. I watched it this afternoon. Uh, hey, I don't, I wasn't prepared for a Barry review, but we can do it real <laughs> quick. Uh, you both gotten a Barry this season, right? Or have you been watching the whole time? A shuddy. I watched the first season, just did it very slowly. Um, and then I watched, I was pretty much up current through the, this whole season. Like I said, I just finished it today. Mm-hmm. The episode before the last one, uh, where where Sally has the monologue and they're they're practicing her lines, and then she's like, "Ah, Barry, I got to tell you something." She just unloads on him about like how it's yeah, unfair. She's like, I'll be supportive for you, but I am jealous and I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That was like one of my favorite monologues in a long time. Like she killed it. Like that scene. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say she pretty much encapsulated what like. I don't know what, what a female from my experience, like her reaction when she gets like really caught up in her own head or like, you know, like she's thinking the worst about something and she's letting it fester. Like her unloading was beautiful. Like she went in like 30 different directions and just like left it there for him. And his response was even better. But what were you thinking? That scene where he uh, breaks into the house to kidnap the guy and he's dressed. Um, he's got the ski mask on. Yeah. It was so hysterical. And then the guy's a tight condo champion. I And you know what? I feel like people, some people criticize those kind of episodes, but I like those episodes. Neither one of you watch Atlanta, right? No. But one of Atlanta, you should watch that one. That's fucking epic. But one of Atlanta's like... Uh, one of my favorite shows from Atlanta is like this one off, like quirky little story or, you know, like the ATM episode and breaking bad where the meth junkies get the ATM. And it really has, doesn't have much to do with the story. I mean, it goes a little further because Jesse's now looked at as a badass cause he supposedly smoked those guys, which he didn't. But that was kind of like that 
episode for the season of Barry was just like this random like task you had to get to fight the fucking Taekwondo or to to kill the Taekwondo guy. It was awesome. It was really one of my favorite episodes of the season. But like you could kind of take that out and it doesn't need to be there. Yeah. But I love Barry, dude. The only issue that I have with it is 30 minutes long. I wish it were a little bit longer. Yeah. All right. Should we do the main show now? Let's do it. Oh, fuck. I lost. Oh, wait. Come back to me, iPad. There we go. I had to take it off and charge. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> 